On today's Locked On Texan podcast, while the process of tanking needs to stop, the rebuilding can be a whole lot better if you let it be. Brandon Cooks and that trade talk is heating up, and we also got to dive into some of these prospects are meeting with the Houston Texans as we speak, how that will go hand in hand with the future of the Texans. But first, start the countdown. Are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, to a Tuesday edition of the Locked On Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Johnson Sports Guy Hickman, joined by none other then Sports Illustrated's own Cody Davis. And today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto with amazing selections, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them the Locked On Texans sent you their way. Cody, Brandon Cooks hmm. is the main topic of discussion for today. And then, of course, we will follow up with what's going on surrounding 3 and 13. Third overall pick, 13th overall pick. Houston is getting some visitors with some of these top collegiate players, which is something we honestly haven't really said since Jadavion Clowney. <laughs> That's how long <laughs> it's been since Houston had an opportunity to talk to the best of the best, right, at least mm-hmm. in terms of ranking top 10 players. It's been a long time. We'll get into that. And then, of course, like I mentioned earlier in the code open, some NFL news, but Brandon Cooks and the trade speculation has heated up. Multiple teams are giving the Houston Texans calls about whether or not Houston would like to move on from Brandon Cooks. A second rounder is what the Houston Texans are asking for. That's a part of the asking price. And so I'm going to, here's my thoughts. And I've said it before. I think Brandon Cooks is a player that Houston should keep around was very monumental for the success of Davis Mills, uh, what he was able to do, and kind of help him learn on the fly last year. Off the scenes, Davis Mills has talked about how big Brandon Cooks has been, and Brandon Cooks has bigged up Davis Mills throughout the entire year last year for that young rookie. But when you look at a 28-year-old receiver who has success, who has had success, playing with the likes of Tom Brady, Drew Brees, in this couple of years in L.A. with the Sean McVay, offensive mind where he can put anything together and make it work out on the field. Brandon Cooks may be looking at a situation where he may want to move on. Contrary to what we heard from him last year where he remember that whole guy that told him and said, I'm not getting traded. I'm tired of getting traded. I don't want to be traded anymore. And I look at a situation like Brandon Cooks and say, well, that's great that you may want to stick around last year. Maybe feelings have changed. But I will say this. When I look at what the Houston Texans, excuse me, could possibly do with their second-round asking price, the Houston Texans draft at 37 in the second round. That's their first pick in the second round. Now, 12 picks later, the New Orleans Saints Hmm. that have Michael Thomas under contract. And we really don't know the relationship between those two. I suggest you guys go check out 
Ross Jackson over at the Locked On Saints. However, the Saints had a bunch of number three receivers last year playing one and two. And those guys succeeded. But when you look at what a Brandon Cooks may possibly uh, be able to do in a reunion with the the New New Orleans Saints, excuse me, that could be huge for that offense. Then, right after the New Orleans Saints, by way of the Miami Dolphins, because they traded their deep threat receiver, Tyreek Hill, Hmm. you do have the Kansas City Chiefs. And I look at an offense that Andy Reid has put together, going back to his days with Michael Vick, you know, they love a big, deep threat. Deshaun Jackson, Hmm. Tyreek Hill, and Brandon Cooks has been known to be a take-the-top off of a defense type of receiver. And then a couple of picks later, the Green Bay Packers, who – Devontae Adams got out the door. That last dance, remember that last year? From, you know, <laughs> Adams? Well, they never made it to the dance. They got stood up by one another. So they're going to need a veteran receiver that is able to come in day one and have immediate chemistry with the quarterback. And I think that's something that Brandon Cooks can provide. Overall, Brandon Cooks is one of those players that has been professional throughout the entire process. His two years with the Houston Texans. If Nick Casario looks at this situation and says, well, we don't want to risk losing him after next year in his voidable year in a contract and not mm. receive anything. So we're not able to kind of get something in place where we can extend him like they probably should have did instead of Rex Burkhead in the season. Then, yes, let's move on from him now. Nick Casario has been a very generous general manager for the likes of Randall Cobb, Mark Ingram, allow them to pick where they wanted to go. And coincidentally, both of those players return to the franchises that they initially played for in the NFL. This could be a situation where Brandon Cooks is granted the same love and respect from general manager Nick Casario, lays all of the teams out on the table that has the best offer, and you choose. You choose. You win. We win. This is a win-win situation, and we can move forward with this rebuilding process. And that's the same thing that I said a couple of weeks ago when we talked about whether or not it would be smart for the Houston Texans to bring Brandon Cooks back. And John, I 100% agree with you. I do not see the Texans losing by departing for Brandon Cooks because first and foremost, yes, the Texans will lose their best receiver. And yes, that may or may not hinder Davis Mills. And by the way, I know a lot of people want to see Brandon Cook stick around because of the relationship, the camaraderie, and the chemistry that he built with Davis Mills. But look, I 100% believe in Davis Mills. And I'm hoping that he turns into this franchise quarterback. And he cannot get so comfortable just targeting one wide receiver. If he has the potential to go out there and be a franchise quarterback, like I'm hoping, he's going to have to learn how to spread the ball around a lot more beyond Brandon Cooks. But when you when you take a look at the possibility of the Texans departing from Brandon Cooks, the Texans are have put the price tag on there, a second-round pick. That would give the Houston Texans six picks in the top three rounds. And John, they that will make them go from having the worst draft capital in 2021 to arguably the best draft capital in 2022. Now, outside of Cook's on-field production, I think the biggest loss in terms of whether or not the Texans will depart from him, will be losing that leadership quality that he brought to the Houston Texans locker room over the last two seasons, especially throughout the 2021 season. But 
because you have guys like Lovey Smith and Pep Hamilton, and it seems like Nick Casario is in a better mindset versus where he was last year, the Texans are in a better state to move on from Brandon Cooks. And three, most importantly, and I think this is the biggest win for the Houston Texans if they move on from Cooks, is the fact that they would avoid committing long-term money to a guy that will be well over 30 by the time the Houston Texans become more of a playoff caliber team in the next, what, two, maybe three years. BetOnline is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. From all of the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championship, odds, podcasts, and reviews for all of the different leagues this season. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, which is very interesting, and scores as well. They got it all over at BetOnline.net. Head to the website today or use your mobile device. We all got one. To learn more about all of the trends in action, because Bet Online is where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Texans your first listen every day. Make sure you're following Locked On NFL. Locked On experts are covering the biggest stories around the NFL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I will like to say this. It's always it's always fun when we can be a little, uh, be a little, uh, a little messy, right? And I was uh, on Twitter, just kind of casually scrolling through, and Davis Mills, Jeff Driscoll had an opportunity to work out with Jalen Camp, Chris Moore, Chris Conley, Davion Davis, and Nico Collins. No Brandon Cooks in sight. <laughs> but I just, I threw, I threw that out there just to say that. The guys are working, right? I, I guess Jeff Driscoll was getting more. tight end reps. No, Jeff Driscoll was signed to be a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I know what he was signed, but you know, but, I just uh, maybe you why know, is he still on this team? Maybe he can do some wildcat as well with the boys. Maybe, maybe. but it's, it is good to see them young boys out there getting it in, uh, kind of starting their workouts early. Is always important, you know. Our favorite, one of our favorite athletes and our favorite NBA player of all time, Kobe said, man, the reason why I won is because I, I beat players to the gym before mm-hmm. they even got there. I was on my second workout, third workout sometimes. So it's good to see the young boy out there, uh, Davis Mills and the rest of them young boys out there getting it in. The Houston Texans did have, uh, will oh, sorry, will have visits with Georgia's defensive lineman, Trayvon Walker and Cincinnati's cornerback Sauce Gardner. That's very important news. Trayvon Walker has been shooting up a lot of people, boys, as of late. I've seen a lot of different mock drafts out there from you guys. Picking them at number three, right? And then we've we've talked about Sauce Gardner. I want to call him Amar Gardner. We talked about him plenty of times on this show, how I think he should be Houston's first pick in the NFL draft. It's been a part of my mock draft, and a lot of people are starting to see the life. So Houston is going through that process as of right now, meeting with a lot of these young studs coming out of college coming. Yeah, and look, this is arguably, if not one of the most important moments in this franchise history, because look, we all know 
give or take, the Texans should not be in this situation. But it's the reality of everything that has went on over the last two years. But, John, I think it's important that we talk about the prospects, the top prospects that are in Houston right now because we got to take a look at how the Houston Texans are going to revamp and reshape this organization for a successful rebuild. And, look, I understand it. The word rebuild could be scary because you could have a fast rebuild like the Cincinnati Bengals, or you could have a very long, drawn-out rebuild like the Detroit Lions, where it seems like you can never get out of football purgatory. Hey, the Detroit Lions, <laughs> you know what type of rebuild they in? Man, they are forever. Oh they, my! They're in that God. 290 rebuild. It's that's like never. That's always rebuild. under construction. <laughs> but you know, I think in terms of how the Houston Texans can have a successful rebuild. And this is part of the reason why I'm really big on Davis Mills and a promise that he showcased through those last five games of last season. If Davis Mills can establish himself as a quality starter, I'm not going to go as far as say franchise as of right now, but at, but at least a quality starter that can go out there and win you some games and not be the reason why you lose multiple games, then the Houston Texans will definitely have an opportunity to continue rebuilding this roster with all the holes that they need to fill. And John, leadership. I talked about it in the last segment. With Lovey Smith in as your head coach, no, I do not think he's going to turn around and be the greatest coach in franchise history. But what I will say, I would not be surprised in the next two to three years we're talking about why he was the most important coach in franchise history because this organization needed a leader. And when I say important, important head coach is different from successful head coach. He is in charge of laying down a foundation that's going to help this team turn this organization around for a successful rebuild. That is what Lovey Smith is in for as of right now. Remember, important head coach is different from most successful head coach. I just want people to stop wanting to tank. <laughs> that could go for the Rockets fan base too. You see, I stopped talking. Stop wanting to tank. Stop praying for the tank. Stop being, stop, stop going out there and say, I hope we lose so we can go out there and get this player or get that player. Listen, college football season ain't even started. And a lot of people out there that wanted Houston to be bad really wanted to draft a Spencer Rattler or a Sam hmm. Howell last to start of last season. We saw how that went. Stop praying for the tank. Stop asking for the tank. Right. But overall, when we look at the rebuild process. And what it's going to come with, it's going to come with what we've already been seeing the last two years, right? You're going to see a moment in this rebuild process where this player may come off, as my boy Cooper like to say, untouchable. He can't go nowhere. And then that same player, you're going, to, you're going to look a couple of games later and say, get this guy out of my locker room, get him off the team. But with a Lovey Smith, there is a calm that, you know, that normal calm before the storm? Lovey Smith mm -hmm. is one of those head coaches where even if it's a storm, there's a calmness there that can reassure you. And so it does come down to these three words. We've heard this term a lot over the last decade, especially between the years of 2013 and 2017, 18. Trust the process. Trust the process. You have to trust that 
everything that this team has achieved or lack thereof achievement in the past 20 years, you have to trust that with success won't come the same success. And I would like to point this out. This is why I think Nick Casario's, this is his defining moment. Because now he has an opportunity. This is why the pressure is on him. Now he has an opportunity, Cody, to rewrite this Texans franchise history in his own way. Now you can sit here and they can draft a safe pick. They can continue to draft the safe picks. Well, what has safe picks gotten to Houston, Texas? What has drafting Kevin Johnson over Marcus Peters gotten the Houston Texans? Go back and look at the 2007 draft. What did drafting Amobi Okoye over the likes of Patrick Willis, over the likes of Darrell Revis, gotten the Houston Texans? And so for Nick Casario, more than what he did last year, because last year there were no expectations. Now the expectations that they have right now it's very important for him to come in day one, doing that draft, and make his own handprints. So everything in the past 20 years, it was fun. You had the match off era that came with the J.J. Watts and the, and the area of Foster and, and Andre Johnson. You had the small Deshaun Watson. You had the ups and downs with the David Cards and everything. But moving forward, this year's draft is monumental to what his success or lack thereof can be for when we look at the the totality of Nick Asirio, this is a draft that can define him because it won't be free agency. It will be this draft. It will be the response of the aftermath of dealing with Deshaun Watson. So do not go out there and play with scared money. Don't go out there and make the safe picks because if you do, this rebuild will possibly end up like the last rebuild, like the start of this franchise. Well, eventually you're going to be let down with not a lot, with not a lot of playoff success, and you're wondering why can't we? Because you did. And with the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all of the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their phone, choosing the only brands from their warehouse that they happen to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. And why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership that you can get at a cheaper rate? Perfect example. A Odyssey fuel pump for a Honda, uh, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump, excuse me, is $353. From a chain store, 216 from Rock Auto. You're saving over 100 money that you can use towards gas, which is ridiculously high. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. All right, Locked On Texas in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you their way. What amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Thanks for making Locked On Texas your first listen every day. Now make sure your second listen is the Locked On NFL Draft Show with Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker. They bring the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. 
And before we conclude this Tuesday installment of Locked On Texans, John, there was a major trade in the NFL on yesterday, and there might be a possibility that this trade could affect the Houston Texans. On yesterday, the Philadelphia Eagles traded the number 16 pick, 19 pick, and a six-round pick to the New Orleans Saints. This this one, I'm I'm kind of nervous for what my Saints might be doing here. But in exchange, the New Orleans Saints sent the number 18 pick, a third round, and a seventh round pick, a 2023 first round pick, and a 2024 second round pick. I don't want to say my beloved hometown team got fleeced. That is a, a hefty a hefty price that they did give up, but. I do believe that the Saints are up to something. And when I take a look at what that trade could possibly mean for the New Orleans Saints, I could see them in a pos- trying to position themselves in order to move up, let's say maybe in the top 10 to get their hands on an offensive lineman, especially considering that Armstead, Armstead who is by far their best offensive lineman, left tackle, signed with the Miami Dolphins this offseason. The Houston Texans offensive line is starting to look a little bit weak. So with that being said, John and listeners, this is just a theory of mine because I, like I mentioned, I just have a feeling they're going to package one of those first round picks that they have as of right now, New Orleans Saints sits at number 16 and 19, package one of those first round picks and maybe let's say a second or third round pick in order to move up in the top 10 and get their hands on Evan Neal. John, the Houston Texans have the number three overall pick. If they get a call from the from the sister team down I-10 East saying, hey, we would give you the number 16 pick and let's say we're going to throw in the 49th overall pick, which is a second round pick. And for exchange for that third for that number three overall pick job, what would you say to that? It's, it's one of those It's one of those. Hypothetically speaking, it'll be hard to pass on that. Mm-hmm. But and I've, I've been seeing this conversation going around Twitter a lot and I've been hearing it, you know, just in the city of Houston where where uh, a lot of people are looking at trading down, trading back, right? And my thought to that is, I'll say it and I'll move on or just let the subject go. At number three, Houston has the opportunity to really get their hands on possibly the best of the best player at that position. So you look at the edge rusher position. You could possibly get your Hutchison or Thibodeau, the cornerback position. You can possibly get your Sauce Gardner. The uh, Wherever they want to go, they have the opportunity to get the top one or two player at that position, at least in terms of how they're ranked coming out of the draft. And I think trading back limits the success this team could possibly have if they don't get the best of the best. Mm. Now, you already have uh, 11 or 12 picks in this year's draft. That's a lot of picks to have. I got three in the sixth round where I think you can get a lot of talent in that sixth round. But – um I would stay with number three. 
I would stay at that third overall pick. Maybe 13 is the, the, the trade that I would, you know, if you want to move up to 13 and get a player, I'd use mm. that. But for me personally, I think number three, Houston has to stay at. Mm. I agree, but I would say there is a team that I'm keeping my eye on about the possibility of the Texans trading down, and that's the Atlanta Falcons. Why? Because the Falcons have their eyes set on Malik Willis, but they are at pick number eight. There's another team in the NFC South that also has their eyes set on Malik Willis, the Carolina Panthers. They are at pick number six. So, John, to your point, if the Houston Texans still want to pick the best of the best, it seems like if they do have an opportunity to trade that number three pick, just dropping down a few spots down to eight and maybe tagging on an additional second, maybe third round most likely, is more so of a realistic situation. But uh, this Saints trade blew me away. Like I say, it's a very major trade, and I just get a sense. Nobody's telling me this. All speculations. But I I can get a sense that the New Orleans Saints are really going to try to move up somewhere in the top 10, top 13, top 15, package those picks and try to get their hands on one of the top offensive linemen for this draft. Make sure you're following Locked On Texans on Twitter. Thank you for checking out today's show, of course. I'm John underscore Hickman 12. Follow me on Twitter. I talk everything life. Also, subscribe to the Locked On page on YouTube as well. We're about 60-some-odd, 50-some-odd uh, subscribers away from 1K. Make my day. Go ahead and subscribe. Let's get this 1K pop. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.